So in the beginning of this chapter, Bhagwan revealed his identity, saying that though I am unborn, I take birth, and though not doing anything, I appear to be doing everything. So the divine birth and divine action of Ishvara, when it is understood very properly in its essence, then we will understand our own self. And when we understand our own self, we will become free of all bondage. It's like the ocean and the wave. When the wave understands the secret of the ocean, the wave will understand its own secret also. When the wave understands the ocean is nothing but water, even when the waves are rising and falling down, the water doesn't undergo any change or modification. Water remains water only. So one who understands the secret of Ishvara will be free from all bondage. Bhagavan says many have attained this freedom. So first by following the path of karma, karma yoga, and then by gaining knowledge. And one who has gained this knowledge gains that Brahma Drishti. That whatever he sees, he sees that Brahma alone. Brahmarpanam Brahma Havihi. That everything becomes Brahma. Brahma that supreme reality alone. In order to reach this state, we have to start from where we are. Therefore, again and again, Bhagavan tells Arjuna, you follow the path of Karma Yoga. And in Karma Yoga, you add some more sadhana, more spiritual practices, which will help to further purify your mind. So, Bhagavan gives lot of other sadhanas, like controlling the senses, regulating our intake of Shabdas Parsharu Parasagandha, the objects of the world, controlling the senses and the mind with knowledge. He also explained the sadhana of dana, of tapas, of yoga, of swadhyaya, of jnana. All this was explained as yajna only. So swadhyaya, jnana, yajnascha, Yataya samshita prataha. So all these are various sadhanas which when we sincerely follow, it helps to make our mind more and more pure. Because the impurities we have been carrying for past many, many lifetimes. So it doesn't get eliminated very easily. So slowly and steadily with this sadhana, we can purify our mind. So many sadhanas were explained yesterday. So now we will continue with some more sadhana. Shloka number 29. Apane juvhati pranam Prane panam tathapare Prana panagati rudva 
प्राणायामपरायुति प्राण प्राणे पान तथा परे प्राणपानगतिद्वा प्राणायामपरायण इन दिस वर्ड्स भगवान एक्सप्लेन्स द रिवीज द साधना ऑफ प्राणायाम एंड यर ही जस्ट हिंट्स एट इट बट द डिटेल हाउ वन शुड प्रैक्टिस वन शुड लर्न फ्रॉम एन एक्सपर्ट ओनली बिकॉज दिस इज अ वेरी हाईली टेक्निकल साधना एंड इफ यू डू इट रॉन्ग देन इट कैन बी हार्मफुल ऑल्सो for the body and the mind we have these three things what we call the body the prana and the mind the outer equipment so body we can see pranas are subtler cannot be seen but the expression of this pranas are seen pranas means the life energy which is there within us it expresses in various ways it keeps our body alive so we have the various functions of the prana happening like prana apana vyana udan and saman breathing in breathing out balancing of this both breath circulation of this breath within and uh, utilization of breath for some subtler activities also so all the blood circulation digestion uh, and um, various uh, growth of the cells and thinking and even involuntary activities like uh, beating of the heart or even sneezing and all those things happen because of the force of this pranas only pranas are link between the mind and the body body is actually we can see the effect of our mind directly on the body if we get angry we can see it on the body if we are happy it is seen on the body if there is some problem in the mind it it comes on the body even doctors they say that lot of our illness is psychosomatic it's born in the mind and get expressed in the at the level of our body but in between we have this pranas which are also affected by our mind and in a different way the mind is also affected by the pranas so they are connected to each other so if we want to bring about change in our mind we can bring it about by controlling our body and by controlling our pranas now we cannot control all the functions of the pranas but the one which is very obvious is our breathing so by controlling and regulating and doing some changes in our breathing we can affect our mind and also affect the other functions of the pranas so it's a very ancient technique given by our rishi munis our yogis and nowadays it has become more popular also every second person you will see them doing some pranayama technique so one has to learn it 
properly from a teacher and practice it. Uh, this, uh, if we don't uh, know any complex pranayama technique, even if we breathe uh, normally and observe the breath, that also helps to quieten the mind. Observation of the breath. Prana, vikshanam, it also helps. Otherwise, the various pranayama technique is there. So when we talk about breathing, there are four aspects in breathing. One is breathing in, that is called puraka. In Sanskrit, it's called purak. Then breathing out, it's called rechak, emptying the pranas. Then the breath is held outside for some time, that is called kumbhak, bahik kumbhak, external kumbhak, stopping of the breath. And the breath is also held inside for some time. That's called antak kumbhak. So these are the four aspects of uh, pranayam, of breathing in, the various techniques of breathing in. Breathing in fast, breathing in slow, breathing in through your mouth also sometimes. Hmm. Breathing in through one nostril, then with another and all those things. Then the various combination permutation of breathing out. Then the proportion, with what proportion we breathe in, with what proportion we breathe out. Then at what level of our uh, this we uh, take the breath. So in this way there are various uh, types of uh, pranayams which are mentioned. And also the various types of kumbhaka is also mentioned. So here Bhagwan hints at this pranayam by saying that there are some people who follow the sadhana of puraka, means focusing their attention on the purak means breathing in, various breathing in technique. So apane juvate pranam, it is like they are offering the prana shakti into the apanavayu. So, apane juvate pranam, that is purak uh, sadhana. Then, prane apanam tatha pare, and there are others who do the sadhana of rechak, different type of pranayam where one focuses attention on breathing out. It is like uh, the uh, this um, outgoing breath is offered to the incoming breath. So, prane apanam tatha pare. Then there are those who do the sadhana of kumbhaka, prana panagathi rudva, stopping the gati of prana and apana, breathing in and breathing out, stopping it, one does the sadhana of kumbhaka. So our thinking and our all our activities, they are guided by our pranas. So there are certain thoughts which get stuck in our mind and it doesn't uh, go away. So when we do some of this pranayam technique, we will be able to get rid of those thoughts also. Our mind will become more and more calm and peaceful and uh, it is very, very effective. Just as if we have a very stuffy a room is closed from all sides and we had gone for a, a tour and then after we, when we come back, 
uh, it's uh, the whole room is very stuffy so what do you do just open the doors and windows and let the fresh air come in and let the inner uh, this stuffy air go out so automatically the whole room becomes clean and pure similarly lot of air gets stuck inside our system pranas get stuck so when we do this pranayam it helps to open the channels and make our mind more and more calm and peaceful and pure pranayam is is a very powerful and a very effective sadhana pranayam also helps to uh, maintain the health of our body because our body is directly controlled by the pranas the prana vayu when it moves all over our body keeps the body alive if the prana vayu stops even for a second that portion will die so prana vayu keeps our body alive so when we regulate the pranas properly then it helps to maintain the health of our body also so this is very beautiful sadhana which bhagwan says you can follow now some more sadhanas apare niyata hara ha pranan praneshu juvate sarve pete yatnya vidah ಯಕ್ಷಪಿತಕ್ಕಲ್ಮಶಾಪರೆಸಮಸ್ಟನ್ಸ್ವಿಚಾರ conducive to certain personality so they accept that sadhana also there are certain sadhanas which we might have done in our past lives also so we get attracted towards those type of sadhanas we naturally like them and want to follow that sadhana those sadhanas so whichever uh, is suitable to our personality we should accept so apare so there are others who focus their attention of their sadhana on their intake on their food by controlling and regulating food they can regulate their mind actually our body is made up of food all that we have eaten right from our childhood has made our body and our mind is also made up of the subtler aspect of food they say and even the pranas are affected by the food so our equipment the body mind intellect is directly controlled and governed by the food which we eat therefore if we can regulate our food we can regulate our body mind uh, in a proper pranas in a proper way so the type of food which we eat 
first of all the quality of food see everything is explained as i said the bhagavad gita i must have said in the previous yajna the bhagavad gita is a very good commentary on itself whatever bhagwan mentions in one shloka he explains in some other shloka somewhere else so about the different types of food also bhagwan explains in the 17th chapter satvik rajasik tamasik the food are divided based on the gunas we have this division of vegetarian non vegetarian is not there in our scripture the division is based on the gunas satvik rajasik and tamasik because all food are essentially alive only you don't eat dead material so this um, uh, satvik food they help to keep our body more healthy and it's very conducive to our mind and all rajasik food makes us very agitated and more uh, active and all and tamasik food makes us dull sleepy lazy uh, intoxicated so there is tamasik food so by taking the food ha uh, that is one is quality of food another is the way it is uh, acquired the food whether we have stolen it or whether we have um, bought it with the proper uh, our money and all means it is uh, obtained through righteous means hmm. or unrighteous means that also determine the quality of the food then the way it is prepared who has prepared it and the way that food is prepared whether it is prepared in the hotel whether it is prepared in your home whether you have yourself prepared whether you have the one who has prepared is prepared for the sake of money or for the sake of love that all determines the quality of the food because one is the gross food but another the attitude of the person who is preparing also enters the food hmm this is very very subtle it enters the food therefore when we prepare food for bhagwan as naivedya it has got a different charm and different taste altogether and the food which is prepared for unknown people like we don't know who will come and who will eat like in restaurants and all they have a different charm altogether food which is prepared to store with preservatives and all they have different tendency those food enter our body and remain stored in the body also because the food is made with that attitude so food thinks that i have to just sit somewhere and settle down so it settles down very comfortably in our body preserve preservatives and all anyway so the food the way it is prepared with the attitude then the time at which we consume the quantity uh, which we consume the attitude with which we consume the food before consuming the food if we offer it to god and then take it as prasad then it has got a different uh, uh, different uh, charm altogether different effect so this uh, all these factors determine the food so there are some seekers who give lot of importance to it and they will 
go to such an extent that they themselves will uh, cook the food and eat. They will not rely on anyone. Because any other person, their person's samskar will go into the food. Suddenly different type of thoughts will start coming in our head. So it's very interesting. You can try it out for some time. Just eat food with you yourself. Raw food, you cook and you eat. It has got a different... Uh, effect on the mind altogether. So there are seekers who focus a lot of attention on this and through regulating their food, they regulate their body, they regulate their pranas and they regulate their mind, make the mind more and more pure. Therefore, in the good old days, we have stories of seekers who did tapas for a long time they relied on the natural food available in the in nature like fruits and uh, roots and all it is said about parvati ji who did tapas to attain lord shiva she started uh, eating what you call uh, first fruits and all then she gave it up then she started eating only leaves fallen leaves for sustaining her body and then she gave up that also. Therefore, her name became Aparna. Parna she used to eat. And then only survived on water. And then she survived only on pure air. And the energy which we gain from the sun directly. So food plays a very, very important part in our sadhana. And many of our sadhanas are uh, said that you do upvas or you, you eat only this type of food only eat fruits or only drink milk something like that so apare niyatahara pranan praneshu juvati so by regulating their diet they seekers they control the pranas they control the different aspect of pranas they as though dedicate or offer different aspect of pranas into pranas means they, they purify the pranas at a subtler level by controlling their food. Hmm. So, pranan praneshu juvvati. So, in this way, sarve api ete yadnya vidaha. So, so many sadhanas Bhagavan has mentioned. He says that all of them are great knowers of yadnya, knowers of this sadhana. So, all these spiritual practices are mentioned as yadnya, as worship. So they are the great knowers of worship and through this sadhana yajna kshapita kalmashaha they have destroyed all their negativities, their sins from their mind have gone away by just following this sadhana. So karma yoga associated with some more spiritual practices. Karma yoga is general for everyone but then we should also have some of these spiritual practices in our life to make our mind more and more pure. Hmm. So in the third chapter Bhagavan purely explained Karma Yoga but in this chapter he is telling something more about our sadhana which we can follow. So sarve api ete yajna vidaha yajna kshapita kalmashaha 
Further, the importance of this sadhana, Bhagavan tells in the next verse, he says, <coughs> Yadnya Shishta Amrita Bhujaha Yanti Brahma Sanatanam Nayam Lokostya Yadnyasya Kutonya Kuru Sattama Yadnya Shishtamrita Bhujaha Yanti Brahma Sanatanam Nayam Lokostya Yadnyasya Kutonya Kuru Sattama Bhagavan says, one who performed these various sadhanas which are indicated as yadnya and then one who partakes of the results of this sadhana in the form of purity of the mind and quietitude of the mind and the joy of the mind. That's called yadnya shishta. Yadnya shishta means the remnants of the uh, yadnya. It means what in puja, what we mean by prasad, in uh, the language of yadnya, it means yadnya shishta. So one who takes yadnya shishta alone means one who only performs sadhana in the attitude of yadnya and whatever results come, he takes it as prasad. External result as well as internal result. Externally also whatever one gains by when one follows the path of karma yoga, one has to accept that result as Bhagwan's prasad, special gift to us. That attitude should be there. Because if we start comparing what we get with others, then we might feel uh, happy, unhappy, huh? proud, jealous, angry, and all those things will come. But we should not compare. Just whatever I have done, I got the result, accept it as prasad, special gift from God. It's very important. So that will keep my mind prasanna, happy all the time. So yadnya shishta amruta, therefore it, the yadnya shishta is called amruta here. Amrut means like nectar. It gives great joy, it gives great peace and happiness. Therefore, it is called nectar. So, if we continue to do some sadhana, slowly and steadily, we will experience that joy which doesn't depend on any outer factors. Inner joy. It's called prasannata. That prasannata alone is indicated here as amrut, which we had seen in the second chapter also. Bhagavan talked about this prasada, prasada buddhi, prasada. With this prasad, all the dukkha, prasad is sarva dukkhanam hani rasyopa jayate. With this prasad, all our sorrows get negated. So when we do these simple sadhanas which are mentioned here, and also which are not mentioned here, Bhagavan will say that there are many, many sadhanas, whichever are comfortable for us, when we do those sadhanas, our mind start becoming more pure, and we feel that prasannata within that is the yadnya shishta, that is the prasad, that is like nectar, amruta bhujaha. So one who partakes of this nectar alone attains that 
Brahma, that supreme reality, which is eternal Sanatan Brahma. Yanti Brahma Sanatanam will attain that Brahma in stages. First, the mind will become pure and then that person will gain knowledge and then will gain that identity with Brahma. But what if a person is not interested in all these sadhanas? He says all this karma yoga and all is not required. One should live in this world with selfishness, pure selfishness. Khao, pyo and mazeme raho. But that, is, that doesn't work. If a person says that I will not follow the uh, rules of electricity, I will put my finger in the socket and all. Okay, very good. That will improve your hairstyle. But uh, that will not help. <laughs> See, connection we immediately, that is called alertness. Like when you are alert, you, you understand the connection. So, Yanti Brahma Sanatanam. So, one who follows this path attains that Brahma, but one who doesn't, he says, Na ayam lokaha asti ayadnyasya. One who doesn't follow any of this sadhana, Bhagavan says, even this world will not be there for such a person. Means he will not be able to experience the joy and peace of this world also. Because these sadhanas are a scientific uh, and a very, uh, uh, what you call, spiritual way of living, which is which is in tune with the laws of nature. So not following this is like going against the laws of nature and we only suffer. So Bhagavan says, Na ayam lokaha asti, such a person who doesn't follow this, even in this life, that person will not experience any peace, experience any joy. We find actually in the world, about more than 80% of people, I mean, some people have done research and all, huh? are uh, uh, overpowered or are in the grip of fear, sadness, jealousy, some sort of agitation and sense of incompleteness, pride, anger, hatred. Hmm. Some people say that sometimes it is more uh, safe to remain with some wild animals than some of the human beings. I had gone to one forest, so I asked that person that which is the most dangerous animal here. So that person said it's human being. Even tigers and all are not dangerous. They are also very like gentlemen only. Go to this Corbett Park and all, very sweet like tigers. But human beings, very dangerous. So even this world is not there for those who do not follow these simple rules of life, which are mentioned here, which help us to overcome our negativities. So what to talk about the other world? Kuto Anyaha, what to talk about attaining Brahma? What to talk about even attaining Swargalok? That is not possible for such people who do not follow the sadhana, the path. Because it is a natural path wherein we evolve spiritually. If we follow this path, 
we evolve spiritually and as we evolve spiritually we experience a higher level of peace and happiness it's a natural thing it's like a like a what you call like a balloon if it is um, light it rises higher hmm. or in a water also if you throw some object it sinks or it floats depending on its density and all hmm. similarly depending on our pap uh, and punya purity of our mind we remain at different levels of existence that is called the different lokas lokas means worlds it means uh, uh, levels of experience states of experience so at a very low state it is called narak only where one experiences only sorrow pain fear and all those things all the time scared even some of the animals and all so much of uh, fear and all they can't uh, we might not be afraid of tigers but they are afraid of tigers even while they eating grass and all they have to be alert any noise anything they should be very alert fear and so much problems are there so depending on our spiritual evolution we experience joys in this world it doesn't depend on our outer surrounding on our wealth or position name and fame no depends on our spiritual evolution if a person is spiritually more evolved is more happy and more peaceful so bhagwan says one who don't follow this path they don't have any joy in this world and they don't have any expectation of attaining any higher world also after death so na ayam lokah asti ayadnyasya kutah anya kuru sattama o best among kurus o arjuna there is no other world also for them thus after uh, giving these various uh, sadhanas bhagwan concludes but he also mentioned that these are only some few sadhanas i have mentioned here there are much much more sadhanas mentioned in our scriptures he says evam bahuvidha yajnaha vitata brahmano mukhe karma jan vidhitan sarvan evam nyatva vimokshase evam bahuvidhayatnyaha vitata brahmano mukhe karma jan vidhitan sarvan evam nyatva vimokshase ha evam das bahuvidhaha yadna yadnyaha many many varieties of yadnya means spiritual practices are given are spread out where brahmano mukhe here brahma means that which reveals brahma that are the vedas the scriptures in our scriptures there are variety of yajnas variety of spiritual sadhanas mentioned and that is quite amazing 
here Bhagwan has just stated some few of them, but so many are there, which are which can be performed with our body, with our speech, with our mind, with the help of some equipments, by going to certain places, by taking uh, into account certain time, hmm? like we have Tirtha Yatras. It is also sadhana. Then if you go on a Tirtha Yatra, how you should go? Then what you should do there? And uh, what are the various uh, uh, rituals which one has to follow? That also is given. Then if one need not go anywhere, at home itself, one can uh, celebrate certain festivals, certain perform certain rituals, or one can do sadhana of just uh, doing japa also, that is also mentioned. Various types of mantras which we can chant. We can chant Vedic mantras, we can chant Pauranic mantras. We can chant mantras which indicate the supreme reality. We can chant mantras which indicate the Saguna, the, the uh, Saguna Ishvara, Ishvara aspect, Ishvara. So in this way, there are Japa, there are Poojas, there are Vratas, there are various types of Tapas, there are various, what you call, other practices like Yama, Niyam, this Ashtanga Yoga. So many sadhanas are mentioned, variety of them. In fact, in so many religions are there in the world, all that other religions, whatever sadhanas they are talking about, is there in the Vedas. It's nothing new, nothing different. Everything is there. That is the amazing aspect. It's like a supermarket. Suppose a supermarket is there and also some other shop is there outside. Whatever is there in that shop is there in the supermarket and much more. Hmm. So whatever little little shops of religion and spirituality are there, all these are there in our scriptures. Bahuvidhaha. Why so many varieties? Because so many variety of human beings are there. And everyone has to select a sadhana which is most in tune with your personality. Then it becomes more effective. We cannot have one sadhana general for everyone. Hmm. So we have to find out what is most suitable to my personality and follow. Therefore varieties are there. So those who want to contemplate, there are those sadhanas, path of inquiry. Then those who have emotions in their mind more, they have the path of bhakti. They can do pujas of various devatas, sing bhajans and chant and dance in the name of the Lord. Very good. You can dancing also, you can do as a sadhana then. Those who have uh, ability to even cook, they can cook different type of item for the Lord. Raja Bhog and all. Chappan Bhog for Bhagwan. So, evam bahuvidha yadnyaha vitata brahmano mukhe. Sadhana should be done uh, regularly with uh, attitude of uh, reverence towards the sadhana. Without a break. Hmm. When we do it for a long time, then we will see the effect of the sadhana on our mind. 
इफ यू जस्ट डू इट वन और टू डेज एंड देन से कुछ नहीं हुआ दैट विल नॉट इट शुड बी डन फॉर अ लॉन्ग टाइम देन यू विल फाइंड इट्स इफेक्ट ऑन अवर माइंड एंड वॉट इज द स्पेशलिटी ऑफ ऑल दिस साधनास भगवान सेज ऑल ऑफ देम आर कर्मजान विद्धि तान सर्वान नाउ ही इज गोइंग लिटिल सटलर ही सेज ऑल दिस साधनास आर सम सॉर्ट ऑफ एक्टिविटी दे आर बॉर्न ऑफ एक्शन फिजिकल एक्शन एक्शंस एट द लेवल ऑफ अवर सेंसेस एंड एक्शन एट द लेवल ऑफ अवर माइंड ऑल दिस साधनास आर एक्शन बेस्ड दे आर एक्टिविटीज ओनली pranas or senses mind body their activity based sadhana karma jan vidhi tan sarvan and wherever the karmas are involved these karmas are performed by the prakriti by the gunas of the prakriti the body performs action the mind does the thinking the speech does the talking but all these are expressions of prakriti of nature so bhagwan takes us one step further towards knowledge he says that one who understands that all these sadhanas are born from action and atma our self is not performing this sadhanas atma is not a doer it is merely a witness atma means i in my real nature I am not doing anything. One who understands this, evam nyatva vimoksha se, he will become free. He will become free instantly when he comes to know that all these sadhanas are performed by the body, mind, intellect only, not by me. That person becomes free. So even when performing sadhana, we should keep this attitude that these are being performed by the blessings of God only. so the more and more humility we have while performing sadhana we will be able to become free of the attachment to this sadhanas also they are also stepping stone they are also part ultimately we have to drop them also it's like when we want to sleep we prepare the bed we prepare the room huh we lie down i mean switch off the light and all those thing good night and all and then we just wait for the nidra devi to come and when that uh, nidra devi comes then all our activity everything just uh, voluntary activity just stops and we go into that state of sleep all that we do to sleep is not sleep but it is preparation for sleep similarly all the sadhanas which we do are not a supreme state of knowledge they are all activities at the level level of our body mind intellect so one who understands this deeply and this one will understand when one does this sadhanas slowly and steadily we will know that automatically this sadhana is going on i am not doing anything see even if you find some great singers and all in the beginning they have to put forth effort to sing but later on it becomes so spontaneously that at times they sing they become the singers and they themselves become the listeners also 
दे स्टार्ट लिस्निंग अरे वाह वेरी नाइस सॉन्ग आई एम सिंगिंग लेट मी लिसन एज अज एज अ विटनेस एज अ थर्ड पर्सन दे स्टार्ट बिकमिंग अवेर ऑफ देअर ओन सिंगिंग सिमिलरली वी हैव टू डू साधना एंड अल्टीमेटली बिकम अवेर ऑफ द बॉडी माइंड इंटेलेक्ट डूइंग दिस साधना एंड आई द कॉन्शियसनेस आय द सेल्फ एम मियरली अ विटनेस ऑफ ऑल दिस साधनास सो कर्मजान विद्यतान सर्वान यू अंडरस्टैंड ऑल दिस स्पिरिचुअल प्रैक्टिसेस एज कर्मजान पॉन ऑफ एक्शन हैविंग अंडरस्टूड दिस एवं ज्ञात्वा हैविंग रेकग्नाइज दिस डीपली विमोक्ष से यू विल बिकम फ्री you will instantaneously become free so the ultimate aim of all the sadhanas is to gain this knowledge of the self therefore this is now said in the next verse bhagwan praises knowledge now now we have seen karma yoga in the third chapter we have seen other spiritual practices the upasanas and all and this various practices and now bhagwan will tell us about knowledge which really will set us free so he says shreyan dravyamayad yajnat jnana yajna parantap sarvam karma khilam partha ज्ञाने परिसमाप्यते श्रेयान द्रव्यमयाद यज्ञात ज्ञानयज्ञ परंतप सर्वं कर्माखिलं पार्थ ज्ञाने परिसमाप्यते हा भगवान सेस दिस आर नॉट ओनली all these sadhanas are not only action activity based but there are many of them are also based on various objects we have to take help we take help of our body we take help of our mind sometimes we have to take help of the dravya also external objects like wealth or some puja samagris and all to perform these sadhanas so dravyamaya they are they are they depend on dravya also objects so bhagwan says that better than this all this sadhana which are based on action and which are dependent on objects better than them is jnana yajna the sadhana which ultimately leads us to knowledge he says it better that doesn't mean we should not do other sadhanas other sadhanas will help us to reach the state of knowledge hmm so shreyan dravyamayad yajnat jnana yajna parantap jnana yajna means that sadhana which is more subtler which will ultimately lead to knowledge and that is the shravana manana and nididhyasam what you are all sitting here and doing is shravana and after listening what is happening in your mind you are thinking about it contemplating trying to understand that is called manan reflection and when you understand 
you go into a state of meditation ah that is called meditation nididhyasana then you understand you reach a peak of that understanding and all your thinking stops at that point that you just absorb that understanding and you experience that peak that is the state of nididhyasana this one has to continuously do listen to the scriptures contemplate on them understand them and then meditate on this understanding meditate on understanding meditate means pay attention to this understanding that's called nididhyasan so this shravan manan nididhyasan is the sadhana practice to gain knowledge and once we reach the state of shravana we have to give up all other activities like when you are sitting here listening you can't be doing some other thing also like texting and all and listening also or listening to music and also at the same time pravachan at the time of shravana we have to stop all other activities then at the time of manana also we have to stop all other thinking focusing attention only on understanding what we have heard and when we are following the path of dhyana all other attention is removed and only the attention on the truth which is understood and when we focus our attention then that attention will lead us into that state of realization so that is called jnana yajna bhagwan is praising this jnana yajna here he says that better better means higher or the next step after following the path of karma yoga and all these other spiritual practices better is then to reach the state of knowledge see in the world or in the spiritual world very few people they appreciate this knowledge generally people want to do something even when we go to some mahatmas and all we ask them kya kare tell me something to do so doing sadhana of doing is appreciated but sadhana of knowing is a higher step which has to be followed which is important because knowledge will give us liberation action gives us result in the world outside but here spiritual action will give the result in the world within I mean the mind will become pure but knowledge will set us free so therefore bhagwan here tells arjuna that better than all these sadhanas thousands of sadhanas which are mentioned all over the scriptures better is jnana yoga which are then mentioned in upanishads in the end portion of the vedas see i had mentioned that vedas very bulky and voluminous most of them talk about karma only different types of karma then lot of portion of the vedas talk about upasana but then uh, and portion of the vedas we have what we call the upanishads and they talk about knowledge knowledge is the cream the ultimate 
only when we gain that we become free jnanat evatu kaivalyam through knowledge only that kaivalya avastha is attained so jnana yajna parantap he parantap he arjuna better than all other sadhanas is jnana yajna hmm why it is better because sarvam karmakhilam partha jnane parisamapyate all actions whether it is uh, your sadhana or all other actions also ultimately they culminate in knowledge and what is the knowledge the knowledge that i am not the doer i am that pure atma pure consciousness all the activities then merge as though in this knowledge see even when we are working in this world ultimately we want to reach a state where we say okay i don't want to work now even when we have desires lot of desires we want to reach a state when we are free of those desires we say why we fulfill desires so that we can get rid of those desires desires when they are there in our mind they keep on irritating us even a workaholic will say that pura kaam karne ke baad i want to just sit quietly so work culminates ultimately in that state of realization so sarvam karma khilam partha he partha all these karmas ultimately merge culminate in knowledge jnane parisamapyate we have reached the peak of our evolution when we gain that knowledge knowledge means recognition realization of our own self when we come to know ourselves we are free when we are busy acting and doing something that means that time we don't know ourselves because doing happens with the body mind so when we are identified with our body mind we are busy doing something but ultimately we have to gain our own knowledge so having uh, mentioned the greatness of this knowledge now the question is that how can we gain this knowledge what is the method what is the sadhana please tell so now bhagwan tells the sadhana of gaining knowledge tadviddhi pranipatena परिप्रश्नेन सेवया उपदेक्षन्ति ते ज्ञानम् ज्ञानिनस्तत्वदर्शिनः तद्विद्धे प्रणिपातेन परिप्रश्नेन सेवया उपदेक्षन्ति ते ज्ञानम् ज्ञानिनस्तत्वदर्शिनः हां भगवान सेस तद विद्धि नो दैट गेन दैट नॉलेज हाउ बाय अप्रोचिंग अ नॉलेजेबल पर्सन अ वाइज पर्सन वन हु हैज गॉट नॉलेज वन हैज टू अप्रोच सच अ पर्सन इज कॉल्ड अ टीचर गुरु who is a guru who is gnaninaha and tatvadarshinaha gnaninaha means one who has got the knowledge of the scriptures means one who has got the technique of conveying 
एंड तत्वदर्शी वन हु हैज दैट स्टेट ऑफ रियलाइजेशन ऑल्सो इन उपनिषद ऑल्सो भगवान आई मीन इट इज सैड इन मुंडक उपनिषद दैट वी हैव टू अप्रोच अ टीचर श्रोत्रियम ब्रह्मनिष्ठम विच टाइप ऑफ टीचर वन इज श्रोत्रिय वन हु हैज गॉट द पावर टू कम्युनिकेट इन द सेंस वन हु हैज गॉट नॉलेज ऑफ द स्क्रिप्चर्स स्क्रिप्चर्स आर मीन्स टू कम्युनिकेट दिस नॉलेज एंड वन हु हैज डायरेक्ट रियलाइजेशन ऑफ द ट्रूथ वन हु हैज एक्सपीरियंस द ट्रूथ both the things are required if we approach a teacher who is established in that truth but who doesn't uh, communicate then the teacher may not be beneficial for us directly hmm. that teacher may be beneficial to some some student like there are teachers who teach only in mauna now mauna mauna means silence everyone cannot understand if we go and sit silently with the teacher we will be silent he is also silent we are also silent then we will get up and come back home as buddhu as before silently buddhu so it might not help of course to a, a evolved seeker that also will help like bhagwan ravana maharshi used to teach through silence also but he also is to teach through speech through action hmm through indication so we have to approach a teacher who is gnaninah who is knowledgeable means who has the scriptures and tatvadarshi and who has seen the truth who has directly experienced the truth there is a upanishad called kathopanishad in which we have story of nachiketa a little boy approaching lord death yamrajji so after approaching lord death yamrajji ask him that what do you want he says i want to know the truth which you are experiencing you are seeing it i don't want theory i want to know that which you are seeing it अन्यत्र धर्मात अन्यत्र धर्मात दैट विच इज डिफरेंट फ्रॉम धर्म अधर्म एंड पास्ट एंड फ्यूचर एंड कॉज एंड इफेक्ट विच यू हैव एक्सपीरियंस दैट यू प्लीज रिवील इट टू मी सो ज्ञानिन तत्वदर्शिन उपदेशंति ते ज्ञानम दे विल टीच यू बट हाउ शुड वी अप्रोच सच अ ग्रेट मास्टर इसे तद्विदि प्रणिपातेन फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल विथ नमस्कार मीन्स विथ ह्यूमिलिटी प्रणिपात मीन्स साष्टांग नमस्कार इट इज अ साइन ऑफ टोटल सरेंडर दैट आई हैव सरेंडर टू यू विथ ऑल माय अंग एवरीथिंग आई एम सरेंडर टू यू साष्टांग नमस्कार प्रणिपात इट्स अ एटीट्यूड ऑफ ह्यूमिलिटी ऑफ सरेंडर बिकॉज इफ यू वांट टू गेन दिस नॉलेज वी हैव टू बिकम receivers we cannot be totally full ourselves and try to gain like our pujya gurudev tells story of his own teacher swami taponji maharaj that somebody approached him and he was very scholarly and all and he said i want to learn from you 
So Tapunji Maharaj demonstrated, he said to his disciple to bring a glass of water. And the water, he said, uh, now uh, keep pouring more water into this. So as they started pouring, the water started falling out. So that person was very surprised. He said, you can't pour any more water in this because it's already full. He said, yes, I also cannot give you any more knowledge because you are already full. Not with proper knowledge, but with garbage. So if you remove that garbage, I can fill it with proper knowledge. So humility is very important that when we approach a master, we should approach with the attitude that I don't know and I am ready to learn. And I am ready to follow your directions, your teaching with total trust. So that is indicated by this Namaskar, Pranipat. Tad Viddi Pranipatena. So we should approach a teacher and do Namaskar. Then what? Just sit there quietly? No. Pariprashnena. We have to ask questions. See, from our questions, the teacher comes to know at what level we are. And at that level, the teacher can teach. The questioning, uh, what you call, will should continue till we reach the state of realization. The questioning, when it continues till the state of realization is reached, is called jidnyasa. That thirst to know. That thirst to know should not stop till we know. If it has stopped, then something is wrong with us somewhere. Then we are satisfied with some words. Then we are satisfied with with just uh, imitation. Like imitation jewelry. Satisfied with some imitation Brahman. Imitation reality. Hmm. So that questioning should not stop. Till we gain. We should ask the teacher. And also that inquiry should go on in our mind. Who am I? What is this supreme truth? So, Pariprashna, question from all sides. Question about what is this bondage, what is liberation? From where this bondage has come, how we can gain this liberation? What is the meaning of sadhana? What is sadhya? Who is this sadhak? Various types of questions. What is the mind? Who is this? What is the nature of this self? What is the relationship between the self and the mind? So many things are there. If we ask question, the teacher will understand at what level that person is and accordingly the teacher will guide. Here also Arjuna asks so many questions. From Arjuna's question, Bhagwan comes to know what is his problem, what is his... Like when we go to a doctor also, we have to tell what is our, our problem. We can't just sit there and smile at the doctor and offer flowers to him. We have to tell, Ki, Baba, kya ho gaya aapko? Nain, nain, pehle nariyal ka prasad aapko chadata hoon. Phir agarbatti aapko deta hoon. O baad mein de do, but what is wrong? That we have to tell. Then he will do the proper diagnosis and give us the medicine. Similarly, pariprashna. And therefore we have this Upanishads, they are 
beautiful conversation dialogue between a student and a teacher and the 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 sublime questions which these students ask they are so marvelous so beautiful and based on them the teaching is also at a very high level so pariprashna should ask question and learn from the teacher not just one way wait but it should be a dialogue and another sevaya sevaya means one should do seva of the teacher seva when we do serve that also is expression of our humility expression of our surrender and service is a technique by which we can tune to the teacher if you serve anyone or anything you get tuned to that serve is constantly you interact and offer your services you get tuned to a person and only when we get tuned to our teacher we will be able to understand the subtler aspect of this philosophy subtler aspect of truth otherwise it's not possible like here arjuna was well tuned to bhagwan krishna so whatever he uttered arjuna could understand it at a deeper level duryodhana and all were not tuned so even if they had heard dhritarashtra was not tuned dhritarashtra was sitting listening to the whole bhagavad gita luckily his eyes were closed i think so he was listening to luckily means lucky for sanjay so he did not understand a bit he just listened to the whole bhagavad gita he was quite amazed stunned but he did not understand and he continued with his own life as it was so we have to develop that attitude of seva little bit of seva if we do of our teacher even bhagwan when he takes avatar he goes to the gurukul and he serves he lives like a ordinary person and serves the teacher and then gets tuned to it so pariprashnena sevaya our pujya gurudev also went to swami taponji maharaj and he remained there serving the teacher leading a very hard that life hmm. and constantly studying inquiring contemplating meditating and in this way he could grasp the truth of the scriptures so tad vidhi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya upadekshanti te jnanam they will then reveal this knowledge to you jnaninah tatvadarshinah this jnanis this tatvadarshis is very important and the more we are pure and the more we are tuned we will get the right type of guidance and help it's like the flowers when they bloom uh, those uh, bees and those uh, other insects and all they come attracted similarly when we are we are properly bloomed we attract that type of forces from nature and ultimately we also come across a great teacher also many people are in search of great teachers but we can get great teachers if we are also great seekers huh? 
So need not worry about getting a great teacher. Worry about becoming a better seeker, a good student, and automatically we will get guidance from various sources. Because ultimately, God is the Guru. Hmm. God, when we talk about God, means Ishvara is a Jivan Mukta Purush. Nitya Shuddha Buddha Mukta Swarupaha, that is Ishvara, constantly free. And Ishvara alone speaks through various uh, realized masters. So Ishvara is the ultimate teacher. So Upadekshanti Tejnanam Jnaninas Tattvadarshinaha. Okay, that is good. But how do we know that I have gained knowledge? See, as I said, all these verses are linked very beautifully to each other. So I have gone to the teacher, I have learned from the teacher, and I have gained knowledge, I think. But what is the sign like? What is the sign? See, when you go to school, college, they at least give you a certificate, which we can show. That I have studied engineering. How do you know? This is a certificate. It is a signature. It is a seal of university. Ka. But here, I have gone to and studied from my teacher. What is the teachers don't give certificates also. So what is the sign? That is now beautifully brought out in the next verse. Very important. says, Yajnyatva anapunar moham Evam yasya se pandhava Yena bhutanya sheshena Drakshasyatmanyatho mai Yajnyatvana punar moham Evam yasya se pandhava Yadnyatva, having gained this knowledge, your moha, your delusion will go away. So the result of knowledge is absence of delusion, negation of delusion. Delusion regarding what? Delusion regarding our own self, ultimately. Before that, delusion regarding our duties, delusion regarding our sadhanas. Delusion regarding our goal. Delusion regarding what is good and bad. So many delusions in our life. Huh? Arjuna had this confusion about his duties, whether to fight or not to fight. Then after listening to Bhagwan also, again further delusion. Whether to follow this path of knowledge or perform karma. So, so many delusions, confusions of the mind gets removed through knowledge. Knowledge, we have to check whether I have understood or not by checking whether my delusions have gone or not. Not on the basis of what are the texts I have studied, what are the shlokas I know by heart, how many camps I have attended, how many lectures I have uh, this, I have attended, how many uh, gurus I have met and all. That is not the a sign of knowledge. Knowledge means, is your delusion gone? 
आर यू कन्विंस्ड डेल्यूजन गॉन मीन्स आर यू कन्विंस्ड अबाउट योर रियल नेचर इंटेलेक्चुअली आर यू कन्विंस्ड अबाउट हु यू आर वॉट इज योर गोल वॉट इज योर रिलेशनशिप विद दिस वर्ल्ड वॉट इज योर रिलेशनशिप विद गॉड आर यू कन्विंस्ड बिकॉज दैट इज द नॉलेज नॉलेज इज नॉट इन्फॉर्मेशन अबाउट मेनी पीपल थिंक नॉलेज मीन्स इन्फॉर्मेशन इन्फॉर्मेशन अबाउट पीपल एंड ऑल अबाउट महाभारत पीपल वॉट भीष्म डीड एंड ऑल वॉट डज इट मैटर वॉट भीष्म डीड इट इज नाइस स्टोरी एंड ऑल बट अल्टीमेटली वी हैव टू गेन नॉलेज अबाउट अवर ओन सेल्फ सो यज्ञा न पुनर्मोहम एवं यासी पांडव यू विल नॉट अंडर गो दिस डेल्यूजन एज यू हैव गॉन नाउ ऑल योर डेल्यूजन will disappear that is one thing another thing which knowledge gives is vision knowledge gives us vision aankh vision knowledge makes us see ourselves and the world in a different way altogether ena bhutani asheshena drakshasi knowledge is that by which drakshasi you will see are how can i see with knowledge i see with my eyes with your eyes when you see you will see one type of world with your mind if you see you will see another world with your emotions if you see you see a different world with knowledge of the science and all you see you see a different world but with the knowledge of the self when you see you see everything entirely different like for example if you learn science and when the science teaches us about atoms and molecules and all and then when we look at the world it gives us us a different vision altogether when science talks about the solar system and all that how our planet is rotating and revolving it gives us a different vision altogether ki how vast is our this cosmos and how we are moving we are like on a on a spacecraft only this earth is like a spacecraft all of us are astronauts traveling in space we are not in the same space twice we keep on moving god knows where so science gives us a different vision altogether science also says the universe is expanding it is expanding once upon a time it was small now it is expanding so with the knowledge of science when we look it shows us a different world similarly with the knowledge of the self when i look it shows me a different world altogether so knowledge gives vision not information hmm so ena bhutani asheshena drakshasi what will you see he says you will see asheshena bhutani all beings the entire creation you will see where atmani in your own self bapre it is the vision yes now when i look i feel that i am this self and the world is outside me i am different and world is different world is outside me i feel that i am out of the world 
but this knowledge will give us that vision by which i will know and experience the whole world in me ena bhutani asheshena without any exception entire cosmos will be seen in my own self not in the ego in that self which is subtler even than the ego which is the witness so if we have gained this vision then we can say we have gained knowledge if not we are just practicing to gain this knowledge we have not reached we are just yatris there is no one ahead and behind also we don't know who is ahead and who is behind in this yatra so if we have gained this vision when we see the entire world in our own self also ataha mai in ishvara because the self and ishvara are not different one also comes to know that i and ishvara are one and the whole world is in me or you can say the whole world is in ishvara the same thing is like again to give example of the ocean and waves the wave who was thinking that i am a limited wave and this is my family wave my wife my children my grandchildren grandfather wave and these are my neighbor waves so one who was looking at the wave which was looking at everything as a wave suddenly realize that i am that water and when it realizes that i am water immediately it gets the vision that in me exist all waves all waves exist in me that vision if the water has gained then we can say water has realized its own self if the water thinks that i am different and these waves are different then it has not yet realized so this is a grand thing so this is the vision by which you will see the entire cosmos in you and that is in ishvara so this is the greatness of this knowledge which one has to gain by approaching the right teacher and learning from the teacher more about this we will see tomorrow something more about this knowledge bhagwan will tell and conclude